Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and his cousin Jared gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides, and you can follow my cousin Jared on Twitter at Cousin Jared. Today is Thursday, April 28th, 2022. This episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyzed weather data in order to come up with some plays on totals. I'll make one pick, one pick only, on every game played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As I go through the plays, remember that there are no locks in gambling. So what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leads to help you decide which picks, which picks you might want to play and how I recommend to scale your wagers. That in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared, yesterday we finally had one of those like ho-hum days, nice little yes. two-and-a-half-unit profit. It was very <laughs> it was nice as opposed to the last. It was very different. Was, I was like doing the math, and I was like, this is a strange number. I'm like barely up. What's going on here? So yeah, yeah, it's like it's like we should like, right. We should like win them all or lose them all. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I did want to point out. Yes, I feel like yesterday with the totals played out exactly like I said. I had six eight unders, and I was like, I don't know which ones are going to hit. I said, don't parlay them all. They went four and two. I mean, so it played out like I was thinking with like I like a lot of these. These are probably going to mostly hit, but I couldn't tell you which ones were or weren't. So four of the six hit on those eight unders, which I feel like is. Exactly. I mean, it was it was what I was hoping for in that that's what I thought would happen. I mean, obviously, I was hoping to hit all six, but I, yeah. you can't get too greedy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, with the, with the weather yesterday across the country, it, it was exactly what you would have expected. Yep, exactly. Uh, before we get to today's slate, so please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit us up on Twitter or drop a comment on YouTube. We love those and try to respond to as many as we can. Got a lot of days here for us on this Thursday afternoon. And if you're on YouTube, you will notice in the banners here what I've added. Uh, played with the code yesterday. And I'm adding in the park factor uh, on the screen there just so everyone can be aware of how that park plays. Uh, 100 is average. Uh, higher means more runs, lower means fewer runs. We're starting off here with Padres at the Reds, 12.35 Eastern first pitch, and you'll see Cincinnati, one of the more hitter-friendly parks, park factor of 108. I won't say those every time, uh, but just uh, as, a, as a new little feature there in case you're interested. Uh, part of that park factor for the Reds is around the fact that the, uh, the ball really flies out there in summer. So I don't treat it as a true 108 right now, but it is still more of a hitter's park. Then a pitcher's park, so something to keep in mind. Nick Martinez versus Tyler Molly. Uh, Weather-wise, wind's blowing in about five miles an hour, so nothing really to speak of there. Uh, weather will start off in the upper 50s, close in the lower 60s. Uh, Cousin Jared, this one was interesting to me as I was going through the numbers. I've talked before, I don't really care for Nick Martinez much. I was surprised at just how bad I'm starting to view Tyler Molly. Um really right around or right up actually a little worse than league average, uh, which surprised me given some of his number. And I think that's why the model says the Padres should be a minus 111 favorite. And so with that in mind right now, I'm seeing Padres minus 101. A pick for me, the Reds are really bad. They've only won, I believe, three games all season. Um, I know that it's on the road. I just think Molly might be getting a little bit too much respect. I just, I don't quite think he's as good as the perception is. I think the Padres should be favored 
um, you know, in the minus one teens, maybe even up to minus one twenty. So around even money is great value. So a pick for me on the Padres minus one oh one. Cousin Jared, what's your take? I am right there with you on the Padres as well. And really, this is this is two things. Number one, okay, the Reds are really bad. And I know we've talked a lot on here about you know you need to back some of these dogs sometimes because there's a lot of value, but. A three-win team at this point in the season, you know, giving being favored is a little strange to me. Um, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is you mentioned the park factors. I'm not sure that there's a team that is uh, less equipped to capitalize on a run-producing park than the Reds are. Their offense is, is not good at, at all. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like the parks do not play currently to, you know, it definitely plays to their detriment and not to their strength. So, um, yeah, I think it's an easy play on the Padres here as well. Yeah. And I, and I agree with what you're saying there. I was looking at my team offense rankings that I had the Reds, uh, in the bottom, bottom three, it kind of a three-way race for, for last. And the Reds were involved in that. Of course, to be fair at this point, what would you argue the Reds strengths are? I, I'm not sure they really have. That's, one. that's why I said it like plays to their detriments. Cause I was yeah. thinking and I was like, I don't know no. what their strengths are. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. E- either way, the bottom line is they. they sh- and when the Reds have been good, they've taken advantage of that. And scored a lot of runs, right? This Reds team yeah. not good. They, they, you know, uh, if you're a Reds fan, uh, you know, life is hard sometimes, and we've we've heard the comments yeah. their owners made about basically not trying to win, and and uh, it's a frustrating thing if you're a Reds fan, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And that's and that's why and that's why gambling exists, so the game can still be interesting, right? You can. <laughs> You can bet against your team if, if yeah. you don't think they're giving you crap, right? Yeah, yeah. And and we should have we should have mentioned this to start the show. If there's a day to play hooky and stay home and watch baseball, it's today. Have you ever seen as many afternoon games as there are today? I feel like we've had a lot here on some of these Thursdays, but yeah, this is insane. Just how many yeah. afternoon games there are. You uh, can definitely yeah. look at the schedule and be like, here's one of the makeup days for the delayed season. This is one right. of those days. Right, right, exactly. Uh, moving on from that one, we also at 12.35 Eastern, first pitch Brewers at the Pirates there. Freddie Peralta versus Jose Quintana. Uh, weather-wise, we're going to start off around 50 degrees, close around 60, slight breeze out, almost 10 miles an hour out to right center field. Uh, the model thinks Brewers minus one forty six. <sighs> you could maybe talk me into Pirates right now. They're above plus one fifty. So I mean, the model thinks there's a little value on the Pirates. It, you made a good point on that last one, right? You want to take some dogs for sure. If, if you're never taking dogs, it's not really a great strategy. Um, it's just you got to differentiate between which dogs are alive and which ones aren't. And part of that's a starting pitcher. Part of that's home road. Part of that's Part of that just early on figuring out which underdogs are actually okay and could win a few games and which underdogs just are awful. And we're in that point of the season where it's still hard to kind of figure that I don't really know what the Pirates like, kind of how frisky are they? Uh, Freddie Peralta, as we talked about, you know, kind of on the down at this point, just not overall as good, not a pitcher I trust as much as I did, you know, early last season. I also can't say I trust Jose Quintana. I'd say probably about league average. Um, I'll go over seven and a half. It's even money only with a lean just because as the weather warms up there, uh, I don't really trust either pitcher. Wind's blowing out a little bit. It's kind of one of those. I can't, I can't trust the pitchers enough to go under. It's even money on the over seven and a half is a really low number. All it takes is, you know, one inning, to get us over this total. So I'll go lean over, but I don't really like it. There's a lot of other afternoon games I like more on the docket today. Cousin Jared, uh, what do you got for us? 
Yeah, so no official pick for me on this one as of yet. I agree with what you said, though, everything that, you know, taking the dogs like we've talked about before. Right now, this is about at uh, Pirates plus 152. If this gets out to like plus 155 or 157, which I definitely think it has the potential to do, I'll probably yeah. throw half a unit on it or something like that. Uh, but other than that, if this number stays about where it's at, I'm, I'm just going to pass on it. Yep, yep. Uh, 105 Eastern, Rockies at the Phillies. Austin Gober versus Zach Wheeler. <laughs> I really, I was just, after last night, I was just hoping the, I, I didn't look too far ahead. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I really just hope this is a three game series and the Rockies are getting the heck out of town, you know, <laughs> tail between, between my legs here on this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, uh, the model says the Phillies should be a minus 185 favorite right now that offers no value on either side. I've long talked about, it. I don't trust the Rockies bats in the road. So it, not to say the Rockies don't have value that they can't win. I just don't think it's a smart play. Wheeler, uh, will come around. Uh, it may be now. It may be later in the month. Last start, he looks really good for the first four innings, and then kind of just fell apart, ran into gas in the fifth. So you expect a little. You know, him to continue to keep uh, getting a little better, stretching out. Obviously, at full, you know, full strength, he's you know one of the top you know five to ten pitchers in the game easily. So I, I can't take the Rockies against Wheeler. I don't want to lay those big odds though, just because if Wheeler's only able to go four or something, that you know it's just too steep of odds for that. Weather-wise, we've got about mid-50s. Wind's blowing in from left field about 20 miles an hour. It's great under weather. Maybe this is a cry for help, but I'm going under again. Under 7.5, <laughs> minus 105. I'm going with an A pick. I, I, I recall back I, I, one of those years. This is a little story I always tell. One of those years back in the, like, it was like 2011, 2012, you know, when the Astros were really, really bad. They went into Philadelphia. It was like one of the years the Phillies won 100 games. I think they won the World Series that year. And they swept the Phillies all four games, right? So it's just a reminder <laughs> that, like, weird things happen, but nobody would have taken those four games and said, oh, the Astros are the better team. They were just said, like, well, that was weird. Right. Right. And you move on. And so I'm sticking with this under. I think the process is right. I think the Rockies bats are bad on the road. I don't think the Phillies offense is this good. I think Gomber is one of the better pitchers for the Rockies. Um Marquez was doomed by some errors. Obviously, he's their best. Uh, I think Wheeler's a better pitcher than San than uh, Suarez last night. Again, the weather's right, so I'm going to trust that process. Go under seven and a half, a pick for me. But look, if you read this as a call for help, I think you're completely justified <laughs> in, in viewing yeah. it that way. Because yeah. Jared, can you can, can you save me from myself on this one? So the way the way that I would phrase it is this series has been like the Tigers Yankees series last week, except we may not have the redemption of actually ever picking a game correctly. <laughs> um, so so we'll see. I, I don't think help your your cry for help there. So I'll be with you on the under here, just because obviously tailing you on the totals has been uh, profitable so far this season. So I, I'm playing the under here as well. Also, part of that is as I'm the. Everybody, everything else has scared me off in this in this series, quite honestly. Um, but I, I'm going with the under. I'm not putting quite the full unit on it, though, just because Wheeler hasn't been able to get out of the past the fifth inning in any of his starts so far this season. I know he didn't really have much of a string, spring training, so he's kind of been ramping up. Completely possible he goes out and throws six innings, you know, no runs or something today. Um, but just because of that fact, I'm, I'm scaling it back just a, a tiny bit on that. Uh, but but I think under is really the only way that I would look at this game. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully for us and hopefully for, for Wheeler, right, the cure to 
I haven't been able to get stretched out and, and consistently get the innings I want is facing the Rockies on the road, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also at 105 Eastern, Marlins at the Nationals. Trevor Rogers versus Patrick Corbin. Uh, Weather-wise, we're going to start off in the low 50s, uh, close around the high 50s. Winds will blow in, maybe a little bit across, but more probably more in than across from left field at almost 20 miles an hour. So definitely under weather as we saw last night. Uh, Cousin Jared, I'm going to let you lead off on this one. What do you got for us? Yeah. So let's see here. Marlins and Nationals. So Trevor Rogers hasn't been that great so far this season. Um, so that's kind of the first thing I'm looking at here. But the other thing that I have in the back of my mind is that for some inexplicable reason, the Marlins have just been collecting money throughout the day. Like, has there been one game where the line hasn't moved in the Marlins' direction? It has probably been one or two, but yeah, it's been most most days has been money's moving the Marlins' way for sure. Yeah, so I am going to be on the Nationals in this game, but I am not making that play as of yet. So if something strange happens and the line actually goes back towards the Nationals, I'm not going to to make a play. But I'm going to guess that more Marlins' money is going to be coming in, and I think right now this is setting at about uh, Nationals plus one thirty six or so. I'm going to bet this gets to plus 145 at least. So um, that would probably be my play point if something around plus 142, plus 144, plus 145, um, something like that. But, yeah, if it gets to that number, I'm definitely going to be on the Nationals, but I'm holding off on that. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I And I do think there will be Marlins money coming in on this one. The model says only Marlins minus 131. My my hunch is this number gets bigger. The Marlins are a trendy team. I think the Marlins aren't bad. I've kind of said all season, yeah. like like the Marlins don't need that many things to go right, and they're a, not just a playoff team, but kind of a dangerous playoff team. They've got you know a lot of good starting pitchers. You know, if they're going, yeah. obviously, you know, a three game series is a little bit different different of story, even five. But you know, get to a seven game series with all their all their pitching, got a lot of young hitters. They just need a couple of those young hitters to kind of come along. You know, Jesus Sanchez in center field being one. You know, if he kind of comes along, if um, Jess Chisholm, you know, they, they got these young guys. And if a couple of those young hitters come through, like, uh, you know, and, and have good seasons, yeah. they're, they're a good team. And, and so people are saying that they're trendy and money's coming in on the Marlins. So I'm with you. I think the money will move out towards them. I can't trust Patrick Corbin personally. I, I owned him in fantasy for the last couple of years on and off. And it was like an abusive relationship almost <laughs> like it just did not go well for me personally. So yeah. I just can't trust Corbin that much to back them. I looked at team total, but I don't really, I'm lucky Rogers hasn't been great. I'm going to go under eight because of the weather, the wind blowing hard, mostly in it being a cool day, but I'm only giving it a B pick. Because they, both these pitchers just scare me off a little bit. If both of these pitchers pitch up to their potential, this is an easy under. Both of them pitch up to their potential. This is a 2 nothing game. But both have been just kind of up and down. Rodgers a little bit this season. Corbin just the last couple years. So I, I don't love this. So I'm just I'm sticking with a B pick. I think under's the right side. I think the weather is is just very conducive for this under. But I'm just I'm a little bit hesitant, so I'm scaling back from that A grade. Don't love it. This one just gets the starting pitchers. 105 Eastern first pitch Orioles at the Yankees. Brewerman versus Jamison Tyon. Uh, Weather-wise, about mid 50s. Winds blowing out to right field uh, over 20 miles an hour. So cold wow. temps, but the wind probably more helpful to bats than the cold temperatures will be at those speeds. 
the model thinks Yankees minus 217, which would indicate a little bit of value right now. I'm seeing Yankees minus 14. So a little bit of value on the Yankees, which is shocking at this number. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't either. Yeah, I was a little surprised. But I mean, Tyon is the better pitcher than Zimmerman. And so with that in mind, it's one for us the first two games of this series. I'm going to go back to the well. I'm going to go Yankees run line minus one and a half. It's minus 110 odds. And I'm giving it a B pick. The first two game days, I, I went with a C pick because the model kind of said, nah, this one, the model kind of likes that direction. So we'll up it to a B pick. Yankees on the run line. I think they can win another one easily against the Orioles here in the afternoon uh, finale of this series. Uh, Cousin Jared, what is your two cents? I do not like playing runs. I think that's the only way to look at this game if you are going to make a play on it, though. So if you wanted to go that direction, I wouldn't blame you. But it's just not really my style. So I'm going to pass on this one. I'm sure tomorrow you know, we'll be able to look back and say, oh, yeah, that was an easy win. But I, I just can't bring myself to pull the trigger on this one. Yeah, I, I'm with you. That I, I mentioned this earlier in the series. Unless you're getting like a plus 250 or plus 300 or some crazy thing, that's never going to happen on the Orioles. Which, you just, yeah. you just can't do it. Which with the Yankees, it wouldn't surprise me one day if there was a plus 300 line against the Yankees. It, it will, yeah, at the end of the season, we see it every year. There, there will be, right? It's just early on, yeah. you don't tend to see numbers quite that crazy. Um, yeah. But of course, by then the model the model might say Yankees minus three hundred, and then you might need yeah. plus four hundred, right? So yeah, yeah. You just need crazy value, and we've backed the Orioles a couple times. We like to back big dogs if it, if the if the situation fits. But I just yeah. don't think not that the Orioles can't win. I think they win about you know thirty percent of the time. It's just yeah. I don't think you're getting the odds to justify that play. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I think you said it well. Uh, it's it's Yankees run line or pass for me. Um, on this one, I think right now, I think there's value at, at the run line minus 110. If that's out to minus 130, like that, I think that's a little bit yeah. scarier. But right now, I think it's a solid play. Another 1 p.m. start Mariners at the Rays. Chris Flexen versus Jeffrey Springs, who by all indications will just be an opener. Notice that park factor there for Tampa Bay, 93. You know, I talked about this is definitely a pitcher's park, and this is one of the lower park factors that we'll see. Uh, course fields about 116, I believe. We saw Cincinnati up at 108, 100s average, and then Tampa being down at 93 is pretty pretty low. Uh, we had a relatively easy under yesterday, even with one of our starters, Marco Gonzalez. Did you see? Did you happen to see the highlight of that? Because of Jared Marco Gonzalez, what happened to him? I did not. Obviously, we hope he's okay. He took a line drive, I think second batter of the game to the wrist, and he he tried to pitch through it. So I'm hoping it's not broken. Because of that, you never know with adrenaline, of course, uh, it might be. But then it deflected off his wrist and hit him in the junk, which I just is just insult to injury. I mean, <laughs> the wrist is one of the most tender wrist hand, like those are right, tough places right. to get hit. And then, that, yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like it like deflected off and barely got him. I mean, it's still going pretty hard. Wow. Yeah. And we still got the under in that one. Thankfully, again, obviously, we hope he's okay. Uh, model says raise minus 131, which is right in between the numbers that I see for either team. So I'm passing on the side. Instead, I'll go back to the well and go under seven and a half. It's about even money. I'm only going with a B pick on this one and not an A play. Uh, I do like the raise in these bullpen games. I think that's the right way to look. Flexing, though, is a little bit worse than league average. And so I'm not really sure what we're going to get from him. So that's my only hesitation from making this an A play. I definitely think under's the right side, though. I like this. I like under seven and a half. I like the odds. I just couldn't quite get there with an A pick. I'm kind of like I feel like I'll probably regret that. I just had a principle with the with the with flex, and I just I can't quite get to an A. So B pick for me under seven and a half. 
Cousin Jared, what do you got? Yeah, so uh, a couple of reasons on this one. I'm there with you on the under. Uh, number one, again, it's been profitable following you on the totals this season. Got to keep that in mind. Number two, um, I I feel like this series, all of the runs got out in the first game. Like, I, I feel like that was the offensive explosion. And then I think both of these teams are way more comfortable playing, you know, 4-2 type games. And they are playing 10-8 yeah. or I don't know. That game, I, we had the under in that game too. So after it got to be like, it felt like it got to 35-14. Uh, I just stopped paying attention yep. at, at some point. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I like the under here here as well. I mean, you feel like this is what the Rays do at home, right? They they take these teams that come in there and they just kind of, with the openers, they, they shut them down and, you know, give up a couple of runs. So I feel to, to use a different sport analog analogy. They kind of take, they take the air out of the ball, right? Yes. Obviously, yes. There's no air in a baseball, but <laughs> yeah, they soak the baseballs in water. That just doesn't come out, you know, roll yeah, off the yeah. tongue, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So both the cousin Jerry and I are on the under in that one. Uh, our last one PM Eastern first pitch. Gosh, there are so many of them. Yes. Uh, Tigers at the twins, Tariq Skubal versus Bailey Ober. This one, I, I I like two things on this one, and I really debated which way to go. Uh, the weather is ripe for an under. It's going to be in the mid-40s. Wind's blowing in from right center, uh, 10 to 15 miles an hour. The model says Twins minus 144. I'm actually going to go with the Twins. I'm going to lay the minus 135, and I'll give it a B pick. I think the Twins are um, – about the same team as the Tigers, maybe a little bit better. Um, I think that Ober is probably a little bit better of a pitcher than Scooball is. The Twins are at home. I just think that this number should be a little bit higher, so I'm going to take the take the value where there's value and go Twins minus 135 uh, B pick, but I definitely looked long and hard at that under. Uh, Cousin Jared? I feel like I have won – like 75% of the games where I've played the under in a game where either the Tigers or Twins are participating in that game. So I feel really good about the under in this situation. Um, and I feel like I've won like 85% of the times I've played the under when the catcher doesn't throw the ball into left field. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. On, yeah. On, on one of the last plays of the game there. Um, so yeah, that, <laughs> that ending still, I'm, I'm not in a good place with that still. Uh, so anyway, with all that being said, uh, I still feel good about the under seven and I also like the odds. It's even money right now as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, seven and a half would be great, but seven push protection, get the even odds. I like that just as much. Yeah, I agree. I, th I think, I think seven, even money. I like that as well. Both of these are are good B picks to me. Once you don't want to miss out on, I don't want to be overinvested um, because uh, to me, it's seven and a half is the A, you know, okay. if, if the twins number comes down, it's an A, right? So neither one get to an A, but I like both of them. Uh, again, my, my gimmick here is one pick per game. Uh, but if, if you're com comfortable making two, I like both of them. I look team total, but I just, I, I tend to shut away from those team totals. We talked about this. It just isolates one side of one half of the game. And I just, I don't, it increases variability, more crazier right. things happen. And so, uh, a lot of ways you can look though with this one. A lot of a lot of good profitable opportunities. I think there. Um, and then one last thing I was gonna say. You talked about that crazy play. Uh, uh, someone on Twitter had commented. I retweeted this about being that being in a B 
video game. And I'm like, that, yes. Like, I've done that as a video game where you're playing and you hit the button that says send the runner from first and you mean to send all the runners. Yeah. You know, where you actually hit the one and then you see the runner yeah. and you see him going and the other guy's sitting there like, oh no. And you're like hitting buttons like crazy. There's all the guys are going different places. That's what it felt like. It just, it was like a video game. It, it was, it's, it's, that was one of those situations where you do that in a video game and you're like, I'm just turning on automatic base running from now on. Yeah. I'm not right anymore. Yeah. Right, right. You're, yeah, you're, that's like the first game you had it on, and it's in the ninth yeah. inning. You're like, I'm gonna lose because the stupid I can't do them. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, it's just not worth it. Just automatic base yeah. running just solves my problems. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm scarred. I hope I hope you listen. I hope you're not scarred. It's like when I rate this video on YouTube, when I have to be like, you know, disturbing content, right? Check like scarring yeah. behavior. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so wild. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the 205 Eastern slot, Astros at the Rangers, back to back a pick Astros money line winners for me. They've been good to us here. Justin Verlander versus Martin Perez. Obviously a huge starting pitcher mismatch in the favor of the Astros. That's why they're favored the way they are. Uh, Cousin Jared, right now I'm seeing uh, about minus 160 for the Astros with a total of eight. What do you got for us? Yeah, so first of all, kudos to the Rangers for winning a game on San Jacinto Day last week. Went against them, but glad to see that they were able to represent Texas well on that day. Um, So look, guys, if I would have been on the podcast earlier this week, I would have told you to back the Astros when they had Jake Odorisi on the mound because he had been atrocious the first part of the first few games of the season. But, I mean, regression to the mean here, people. I mean, there was – to me, it was highly unlikely he was going to come out with just another terrible game. So I thought there were pretty there was pretty good value there. That being said, if Jake Odorisi can come out and give up one run against the Astro or excuse me against the Rangers in six innings or whatever he threw, what's Justin Verlander going to do to him? I you know do not anticipate there being many runs at all scored on part of the Rangers here. If you wanted to look team total under on the Rangers, uh, I. Don't think that would be a, a bad place to look if that's what you're interested in. But I'm just going to back the Astros here, uh, money line again, uh, like the professor said, about minus 160. Um, I feel really good about this. I just don't see how the Rangers score any runs. And even with the Astros offense being uh, down a little bit, uh, they've come around a little bit more here recently. And I definitely think they can score three or four runs, which I think is going to be more than enough in this game. Yeah, and I feel like I'm going to repeat a lot of the points I made in the previous game. I looked hard at a lot of different things. There's a lot to really like here. Uh, The model says Astros minus 171. So the model definitely agrees with you and says that the Astros are the side to be on if you wanted to look run line um, to get better odds. I think that makes a lot of sense as well. I'm going to go under eight. It's about even money, and I'm going to give that an A grade. I, I, it's like it's it's like everything I said about the last game, except I like it just a little bit more. I'm very comfortable uh, with the Astros. Watch, I try to watch them, you know, as much as possible and follow them. I think Justin Verlander obviously is fantastic. I still don't trust their bats. They barely got enough last night to win. Um, I'm kind of like you. I think they only probably get three or four. Uh, with that in mind, you know, like you talked about, you have the team total for the Rangers as a possibility. I just think the Rangers don't score. And if the Rangers don't score, it's I don't think, trust the Astros to score seven runs yeah. themselves, you know. So I'll go under eight, even money with an A pick. But I really like the under. I really like the Astros. I really like the Rangers team total under. There's a lot of thing, places you can go with this game that make a lot of sense. 
some of them are correlated with each other. So just be careful. Don't, you know, if you're betting all of them, split your units around, right? Because if one thing goes south, it will affect the others. Some more than, you know, some of those plays more than others. Uh, but I think Astros is the right side. I think under is the right side. So under a, a pick for me on that one. Um, and then Cousin Jody were on the Astros, which, again, I think makes a lot of sense as well. Same time, slot 210 Eastern first pitch Royals at the White Sox. Brad Keller versus Michael Kopech. Weather-wise, just nasty again in Chicago. We keep saying the same thing there. It's almost like we shouldn't be playing baseball in that city in April. I don't know. Uh, just my take. Uh, 45 degrees, chance of rain. So we might see either some you know, delays, delayed starts. Um, or may just play through some showers. It's going to be winds blowing in 10 miles an hour. The model says White Sox minus 165, which is right in the middle of uh, where you can where you can get invest in either one of these teams. Total six and a half. I'll go under because this weather is nasty. I have Keller as maybe about league average, maybe a little bit better. Kopech I have above league average. Obviously, he's not going to go deep, you know, in this game. But the Royals. Uh, offense is pretty good. I'll go under six and a half. It is plus one Oh five. I'd rather go under seven because it's six and a half. I'm only a C pick. It's one I don't want to be over invested in. There's a lot of other afternoon games to be more heavily invested in. I just think under side you want to be on. And again, I'd much rather have under seven than six and a half at plus one Oh five. I'll give it a C pick. I think it's the right side, but it's not one I really like that much. Cousin Jared. I first saw this game and Royals not known for their offensive prowess. And the White Sox having Kopech going, and I was thinking I am going to be all in on the under on this game. And then I saw the six and a half, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, <laughs> because it's a crap number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is like a college football total being set at like thirty nine and a half. Like it can go under. Uh, there's a reason. It's yeah, low. yeah. You're like you're like I think under. Question yeah, mark? yeah. There's <laughs> probably. Of, yeah, but there's a lot of ways it could go over and yeah. same thing. Same thing here. It's just, man, it's having a bad, it's a bad number. So this is, you know, I've alluded to a couple of lines today that I'll be watching throughout the day. This is definitely one. If it peaks up to seven, you know, for an hour or whatever, at some point, I would definitely try to grab the under at seven, but I just can't bring myself, even at plus 105, I, I can't bring myself to play it under six and a half. I don't know what the scenario is where I play an under six and a half, but it's going to have to be two big name pitchers, you know, that, that you know, June, June in California with the uh, marine layer, <laughs> two good pitchers. Yeah, yeah. And, and two guys that we know are going to go at least six innings, like something like that. Like I, yeah. I have a lot of conditions to be met to, to play yeah. an half. So anyway, I, I like to play. If I had to look anywhere, that's where I'm going to look, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Under seven, what are the odds that you're looking at on that? Because I'm kind of – I kind of have a number in my head. I'm just curious where your head's at. I think I would – I would probably play it to minus 120. Okay, I, I was thinking think those I, are the. I was thinking minus one fifteen, minus one twenty. Anything above that just doesn't. Yeah, seem right I, I wouldn't do minus one twenty five. Yeah. Okay. All right. Three oh seven Eastern first pitch. Red Sox at the Blue Jays. Garrett Whitlock uh, will open for Rich Hill. It seems like the plan versus Alec Manoa. Uh, obviously in the dome there, so no weather to speak of. The model says Blue Jays minus one fifty nine. So I'll take Blue Jays minus one forty with the B pick. They didn't. They got it done for us. On the first game of the series, did not on the second. I think they can close out with the series win here. Minus 148 is good value. B pick for me. I don't want this as an A pick. It's kind of a B plus pick. I like this. I think it's the right side. I just I, I don't want to go A pick because we're already going to have to invest three units just to win two. So I don't want to up that anymore. Um, so kind of like I said, a B plus pick. I like Manoa. I think he's very good. 
Whitlock is pretty good as an opener. He's only going to go an inning or two. And then Rich Hill, just highly variable. If good Rich Hill shows up, then this should be a low-scoring game. But if bad Rich Hill shows up, the Blue Jays are going to run away with this. And we're going to be laughing our way to the window. Uh, Cousin Jared, what do you got? I am on the Blue Jays here as well. Uh, last week, I thought it was I thought it was a Yankees thing when the Blue Jays weren't getting the respect uh, they deserved, and you know you were getting really good plus odds on the Blue Jays in all of those games. Uh, I thought that was a Yankees thing, but now maybe it's just that the market's not respecting the Blue Jays the, the way that they should. I mean, this is a name team too, the Red Sox, but I feel like everybody knows the Red Sox are a little bit of a step down from the Yankees and Blue Jays, you know. Again, I just don't think the Blue Jays are getting the respect they deserve. And so until they are, I'm going to keep kind of riding them. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I'm curious, the Red Sox, you know, weren't supposed to be good last year and then turned out to have a pretty good season, you know, made the playoffs. And I wonder what the perception is from other betters and odds makers, yeah. people who influence the, the money lines, right? Not the, not the yeah. people, you know. 99% of us, right, won't influence a money line, but the people who do, I wonder what the perception is of the Red Sox because they're, the way they played last year, you know, gives you some hope maybe that there'll be another good playoff team. But I, I'm like you, I still think they're a step below the Blue Jays and a step below the Yankees. But, you know, I wonder if last year gives people hope that they're actually still up in that same tier. And I just, I don't quite see it. You know, I, I don't know what the perception is there on the Red Sox, but I'm like you, I think. The Blue Jays maybe just aren't getting the, the respect they deserve. Yeah. 407 Eastern first pitch, Guardians at the Angels. Calvin Trill versus Reed Detmers. A nice day in Anaheim, especially for some day baseball. Upper 60s for the weather. Winds blowing out to left and left center, about 10 miles an hour. Model says Angels minus 118, so there's a lot of value here on the Guardians, plus 134. So B pick for me. Uh, Reed Detmers. Somewhere between below average and bad for the Angels. Cal Quantrill, somewhere between below average and average. I think Quantrill's the better pitcher. Uh, but it's, you know, it's this isn't gonna be a battle for the Cy Young here, obviously. I I, I trust Quantrill a little bit more than I trust uh Detmers. I think Quantrill's got an extra inning in him, and I think um again, just a little bit better of a pitcher. Um I don't really trust either team. This is a very coin flippy type game to me. So plus 130 offers some great value, I think. Uh, Cousin Jared, what do you think? I am definitely with you. I'm on the Guardians as well. Um, that being said, we talk all the time about, you know, we play these plus odd, play plus odds throughout the season. You know, you got to play some, some teams where there's value. I'm concerned about the Guardians after they had that loss to the Yankees. I believe it was on Saturday where yeah. you, you got busted on the under, I got busted on the Guardians, and yep. I don't think the Guardians have won a game. Multiple multiple pitches, they could have won the game, and then yeah. all fell apart. Yeah. yeah, and so they just – and they haven't really been close in a lot of these games uh, since since that loss. Last, they got, last, they night, got, last night, they got two runs on Otani in the first inning, and then promptly was, was just – Yeah, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I was, We don't want that. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're up 2-0. And then yeah. it seems like I just turned right back around and they were down 6-2 or something yep. like that. So yep. um, I'm on the Guardians, trusting the process here. The model agrees with me. But, like, the Guardians, like, have my attention at this yeah. point. Uh, it, it's been, you know, however many games in a row where this is one that I'm watching and I may be a little slower to back them going forward depending on how yeah. the next few games play out. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I look, I look at the two teams' records, right? The Angels are 12 and 7, the Guardians are 7 and 11. And this game is priced like it's a 12 and 7 team versus a 7 and 11 team 
But I think both of these teams are like true talent wise, like 78 and, you know, 84 or whatever. Like, I think both of these teams are average or slightly below average. And so I just, I think it's a coin toss type situation here. Uh, I give the angels a slight edge being home, but not quite like this. I think there's value, but I'm totally with you. Like that's what I think today, but my opinion on that could shift quickly here because I'm just, the guardians make me a little bit nervous the whole AL Central makes me a little bit nervous. To be fair, yes, um, it's kind of yes. a kind of a bit of a cluster, you know. Yeah, and, and the weather factors involved in a lot of those games also make it just even more sketchy, right? Right, especially at this time of, this time of the year. Yeah, uh, seven twenty Eastern first pitch Cubs at the Braves. Drew Smiley versus uh, my my new second favorite pitcher Kyle Wright. It's Kyle Wright and Joe Ryan are my like two favorite unknown pitchers of the year. Um I mean I've had I've had this before, right? Merrill Kelly, I can't call him that because I've I've doubted Merrill Kelly for the last couple of years now. Um and so I I've I've talked about how I like him. He's a little under the radar guy. But Joe Ryan last night, Kyle Wright uh tonight here are these like under the radar guys who just come out of nowhere um surprising people and are you know much better than Anybody has thought really. Um, weather-wise, we'll have a, a nice, another nice night in Atlanta. Seventy-five degrees to start, closing in the mid-sixties. Winds blowing in slightly, um, not a ton. The model says Braves minus one fifty-eight. I'm not fading Kyle Wright. I don't. You know, I'm just not going to do it. I don't care. I don't yeah. care what the numbers. You have to give yeah. me like plus a thousand. Sure, I'll fade him. But like, other, yeah. no one's ever going to give me that. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just not going to fade him. Uh, he may turn back into a pumpkin. Uh, but as of this point, I project him going forward to be better than league average. And that's only because I'm not over, I'm trying not to overreact. The model is trying not to overreact, right? If I overreacted, I'd say he's going to win the Cy Young. <laughs> obviously, that's a that's a bit of a, you know, we got to see a little bit more before that happens. But even, even the model thinks he's better than league average going forward at this point. And uh, if he continues to pitch the way he has so far, then uh, we'll be talking even better than that going forward. My pick, Cubs. Under three and a half, it's minus one twelve right now. That's an A pick for me. I don't trust the Cubs to score. They had three runs in nine innings yesterday. Uh, they got three more in extras. Obviously, I hope tonight doesn't go extras because that's never good for any form of an under, especially with the free free runner. Um, they got three runs in nine innings off of off of Morton last night. Who uh, I'm concerned about Charlie Morton. He you know age comes for everybody. And last year he started off slow and then got really good at the end. And I was really thinking he was going to continue that. And he had like one good start this year, but he's had a couple starts where he hasn't looked good. He didn't look good last night. He was, you know, I don't know if he's nibbling too hard, couldn't find the strike zone. And the Cubs only got three off of him. I think Kyle Wright can hold him down. I like Cubs under three and a half minus 112. A pick for me. Because Jared, what you got? So last night I tried to get too smart. You said don't back or don't fade Joe Ryan. That's what you said. I sat there and I watched the Dodgers line go up and go up, or, or the Tigers the, line. T- yeah. The Tigers line go up and go up. Ended up at plus 175. And I said, I'm throwing half a unit on this just because. <laughs> and, of course, that didn't work out for me. Uh, fortunately, still profitable for the game. You said take the under, so I had a full unit on the under. So, fortunately, yep. still profitable there. Yep. Um, but, so, anyway, the moral of this story is, is – I'm listening to you now on these pitchers that you have identified. So I am going to tell you on this one. I'm going to play the un, the, the Cubs team total under on this as well. I, I'm done fading you on these guys that you like. I'm just listening to whatever you say. 
All right, I like, there's really a couple of pictures. It's not like ever. It's like it's like a list of like five guys that I'm like, hey, yeah. like the, yeah. the at least for at least for the next while until the the market adjusts to just how good some of these guys are. Um, yeah, it, it, it's like I'm always saying, right? It doesn't. It talked about Joe Ryan last night. Talk about Kyle Wright tonight. I'm not fading these guys. It doesn't mean that they're going to go 35 and 0. It doesn't mean their team's going to go 35 and 0 in all of their starts. It just means if we're fading them, we're going to be losing a lot of money, I think. And so I just want to stay away. And that doesn't mean you know the Cubs might win tonight, sure, but in the long run, I think. I want to avoid a couple of these pitchers that just seem to have figured something out here over the offseason um, and avoid losing money going against them. Uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be too stubborn there. Uh, then our uh, one, our, our our late game, I guess, six, uh, 745 yeah. Eastern, the first pitch. It's a 645 local start. This is our late game. Yeah. Um, Diamondbacks at the Cardinals. Uh, another a surprising park factor there for me. I, I didn't quite realize. A lot of times you code these things in, and I let the model just kind of do its thing. And so it's nice to pull out some numbers and kind of see what's happening rather than it just being kind of a black box. Um, Cardinals uh, park factor, they're 94, so definitely a mm-hmm. – uh, not a high run scoring environment. So that just kind of surprised me a little bit. Uh, I would have expected it to be closer to league average. Uh, Humberto Castellanos versus Dakota Hudson. Uh, Cousin Jared, what is your take on this last game here of the day for us? I'm going to be backing the Cardinals on this one. And this is partially because Diamondbacks playing a road game after playing at home yesterday against the Dodgers, uh, you know, Obviously, the Dodgers are great. Diamondbacks aren't going to be that great this year, but a big uh, division series there. Going on the road the next day, play the Cardinals, who I feel like this is just what the Cardinals do. They win. They fairly consistently win games like this throughout the season. That's how they end up with, you know, at least 85 wins or whatever it is every year. The Diamondbacks bats could disappear at any time. I don't think the under is a bad look in this game just because I don't, I, I trust the pitching staffs for both of these teams much more than the offenses. If you said you want to take the under, I would not fault you, but I just feel a little bit better about taking the Cardinals. I think there's more ways they win this game and the model says there's an edge. So I'm just going to kind of trust, trust the model on this one. Yeah. I looked long and hard at this one too. A couple of different ways you can look. And I like all of them. The model says Cardinals minus 175. And right now they're minus 165. So yeah, I think there's value in the Cardinals. I I give that my rubber stamp of approval. The total seven and a half. I like the under there as well. I give that my approval. Weatherwise, we're going to be in the 60s all all night. Maybe some rain, so maybe a little bit of a delay. Probably just play through it. It doesn't look like it's going to be heavy enough to just completely cancel the game. But either playing through it or maybe a delay. Winds blowing in or across. Um, so no real win factor there, but I think with a park, that's more of a pitcher's park. And like you said, two pitching staffs that I trust and two offenses that I don't really trust. The Cardinals got a ton of runs yesterday, but that's not the norm for them. Um, and I mentioned this yesterday with the Cardinals and hopefully I I, I try not to say, I try not to bury the nuggets, right? I hope y'all pick up on them. But I talked about the especially with the Cardinals Mets. I said, Hey, those first two games were under weather. The one was under, the other one was a push should have been an under. And then yesterday I said, Hey, this is not under weather. Don't go under on this one. There were like 15 runs scored in that game. Um, so, you know, it's a lot about the weather there back to a night game. This isn't over weather like yesterday's day game was, um, I don't trust the diamondbacks bats at all. The two pitchers are both below average. And that's my only hesitation with a number as low as seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think under seven and a half is the way to look. Uh, I just, I just don't trust either pitcher fully both pitcher, neither pitcher is bad. Just neither pitcher is anything I'm excited about. Um, I'm actually going a different angle than all that. I'm going Diamondbacks under three and a half, 13 total. It does have a price tag with it, minus 137. 
So only a B pick for me at those odds. But as you mentioned, the Diamondbacks bats can go quiet. Uh, coming off of a huge series win against the Dodgers, where in both of the last two games, they scored more runs than they had hits. That's not a recipe for scoring <laughs> runs going forward. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And it wasn't like they had like 15 walks in those games either. Right. So, I mean, they just kind of got lucky there. And yesterday, they still only had three runs. So I think Diamondbacks team total under is the best play on the board. It's a B pick for me. But again, I like the Cardinals as well. I like the game total under. I'm just, I'm isolating the Diamondbacks bats because they are just so bad. Um, I, I think that's the better way to look. But yeah, a lot of different angles on this one. Uh, a picks for me. Padres at the Reds. I've got Padres minus 101. Rockies to Phillies. I'm going under seven and a half. <laughs> Astros at the Rangers. Yeah. I'm going under eight. And then Cubs versus Braves. I'll take the team total of the Cubs under three and a half. Cousin Jared, any parting words? No parting words. Just again, if you want to stay home and play hooky, uh, this is the day to do it. I've never seen so many afternoon games in my life. So watch watch or listen to the podcast early. Get all of your information and enjoy uh, a full slate of baseball games today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks of the Professor. A reminder, check out that Google Sheet for model predictions and results and picks. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.